What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at Patreon.com, and for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey, I'm Mark. Um, joining us today are James. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Thank James. you for having me. Yeah, always, uh, always a pleasure. And uh, also Rio. Hey, how you doing? Great. Thanks for having me back. So soon too. Less of a pleasure, but still enjoyable <laughs> to have you on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes <laughs> you know it's, nobody has control over that <laughs> today it's just not a super pleasurable thing to oh. see is, uh, you know. uh, it's okay uh, work on it after I don't, I, don't, I don't like any of that um <laughs> but today is episode 70 uh, of our release the path of the dead oh yeah eldar stuff mm-hmm. and we don't have peter this time He's all afraid of the the COVID, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's already killed four of my family members. I can't risk it. It's just he's being a coward. Uh huh. <laughs> I feel like I can make that joke because only eighty people have died in Alberta. So, I, what are the chances that he actually has had four? Maybe one, maybe two, even. But four? Come on, that would be ridiculous. How deep you want to dig this, Mark? <laughs> like, you can. They keep could be going, even extended don't worry, family member. We'll cut it in post. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think we will. <laughs> we might, but we might not. Who knows? Um, yeah. No, no, Peter today, which is odd for an Eldar episode mm-hmm. for us. Um, but instead, we have two very capable guests. Each one of them just given the notes. Yeah. Yeah, I know all about uh, Aldar. <laughs> <laughs> Elves uh, in the space. Elves in space. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was under the impression this was a Tao episode. <laughs> <laughs> just crawl under would, the table and let yourself That would out. make more sense yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, with this episode, we are doing something different. Um, we're not going through all our Patreon members at the beginning. Instead, we're trying to really shorten this and get to the content get to the content of the episode first so but we um, we read all your names in the end because we do appreciate it if you want to go subscribe to our patreon go check it out Mm -hmm. um it does mean a lot and it helps us out a lot yeah uh and then just on that note we also have a bunch of different ways to interact with our community and that's through our discord our instagram our facebook page yeah 
shoot us an email even if you are over the age of 60 and that's how you communicate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but then there's one other thing that's actually kind of important, and uh, that's our community corner. Yeah, we don't have any. So if you want to send us uh, something to plug your own podcast or your gaming group or your YouTube channel, whatever, maybe you're into. Yeah, know, if it's 40K related, that is the big thing. we want to share it with everyone. Yeah. So. And since we're sh- such sharing people, we also want your listener lore. So send us your homemade lore for your armies, and we'll also read those off in episodes. We have so many, but send them anyways because yeah you know one day we won't have so many and then we'll need more yeah of course yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll be out and, ah, yeah. that's how it works yes yeah. just trying to like what's what do you why <laughs> but no it makes sense yeah or yeah, like everyone that we read eric right is one you, less that, that we, we have. have yes exactly we're all carry on the, the two divide by pi <laughs> Uh-huh. So, yeah, get in touch with us, uh, support us uh, if you enjoy what we're doing, help us out, and uh, we'll continue making, uh, I don't want to use the word good content, but we'll be around. Content. Just content. We'll be, yeah, yes. we'll, be, we'll, do, we'll be doing what we're doing. Um, yeah, but... Um, I think that was our quickest intro ever. You it's, we're at it. four minutes of recording time. That's perfect. Already, okay, let's so. jump in. Let's go right into the Eldar <laughs> Path of the Dead. Yeah. Um, very cool. So, if... Very cool. If you don't know anything about Eldar, if this is like your first go-to, uh, you might want to p- go back instead and listen to episode 35. Episode 35, that was our official Path of the Eldar episode. We yeah. taught It's essential to know what paths uh, yes. are. If you have some knowledge, you're going to be fine in this one. Yeah. But if you're fresh, fresh, yeah. maybe yeah. Uh, If you don't know what paths are, though, yes. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The big... you can go to Wikipedia mm-hmm. and <laughs> paths... I'll just give a quick rundown because that's something I know a little bit about. Actually, oh, okay. my house is near a path. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So it's actually just paved or it's uh, paved. Yeah. It's pure. It's paved. Yeah. Nice. Um, very nice. So it's just like what a way benefits, people walk. What are the benefits <laughs> of a paved path versus a like gravel path? I've always I'm curious. What's, what's well, your take? I James? actually prefer the gravel because when mm-hmm. I run, it's less impact. On my joints. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I didn't interesting. Know that. Very interesting. Yep. Now we anyway. know. Wow. So that was just so a that little was rundown episode thirty-five. Um, <laughs> yeah. We talked about paths. Uh, the path of the path of the dead. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's just jump right into it. So, in case you don't ha- want to listen to that, so a path is a way to focus yourself for Eldar specifically. So to avoid falling to excess and giving your soul to slanish, it allows the Eldar to focus on a specific portion of himself. And explore the universe through that lens without giving in to their hedonistic desires. Mm. Without the path, the Eldar could fall again into their patterns of overindulgence. Uh, and they have found a way to survive this biological life. But the Eldar life actually exists beyond the material realm. Yeah. And they, while they found a way to protect themselves in this instance of their being, life... <laughs> Whatever. They needed something beyond. They needed something for yeah. protection after life. Yeah, because in 40K, you actually have – the the word soul is a weird word because in 40K, they use it so many different ways. But you do actually have a soul, a life force or something that when some you die – Some energy. Some type of energy that contains who you are. And when you die, it goes into the warp. And when that happens, it's not good for an Eldar person specifically. No, no. Uh, so without any means of protection – no matter what path they followed in life, Slanesh and its servants are constantly waiting to consume each and every Eldar soul that upon their death. 
I feel like we're being way more handsy now that we're like, oh yeah, there's cameras in. Well, I, I'm just picturing like those oh, slush, slanesh the demonettes, demonets. and they're just yeah. like oh. snip, snip on the souls, grabbing the souls <laughs> and eating them away. Oh, so delicious! That's what they sound like. Oh my god, that's exactly yeah. That's what it looks like. That's what I pictured. If you want to look at the pictures we're pulling up for two dollars on our Patreon, you can watch the video feed. Spicy, yeah. Yeah, but that... But very much, yeah, there's crab hands snipping at souls, so that's always delightful. So that's why they have a way to protect themselves in life, and yeah. today we're talking about how they protect themselves in death. Yeah. Um, so we are going to talk about the path of the dead. Now, it's not a real thing. No, no, I made this up. Yeah. This is some Mark canon. But we have shared before, and it might even have been in episode 35, that there's potentially infinite number of paths yeah. that and you even can walk trails on. along specific paths. That then Sub-branches. Yeah, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. how deep and how specific you want to get is up to you, yeah. I think. But Wait, legit? This isn't a legit path? It's not. No, no, no. You guys brought me down here for this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let, let's put bonus episode in yeah, front of yeah. this and then everything uh, will be fine. Well, we'll just make James happy. You know? <laughs> we have to keep him happy. Uh-huh. That's right. One uh-huh. of the, the few talent. people we have to keep happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's not a real thing. Um, but it's an interesting way to perceive this entire experience. Yeah. Because this is something that every Eldar is concerned with and yeah. so to say that you know like to, to give it an, a title like this is not yeah i don't think it's very damning yeah and especially so. since it's like mm. you see what i did there <laughs> sure damning because you die it's it the has afterlife. nothing to do with past the trails but it has everything to do with all right <laughs> next time i got it it's thank okay. you <laughs> thank you that's why you're here Rio. <laughs> but yeah so like the eldar they actually have an afterlife so like the path of the dead actually is something that happens to every eldar they all walk down this path they all reach it during their life they're always focused on this too like they don't want to get like we said earlier they don't want to overindulge themselves so because then in the afterlife it's gonna be bad for them slash is gonna eat them huh. yeah so okay i guess you're gonna talk about it so there's there's a way that they can circumvent their yeah. souls being consumed. Yes, by and yeah. it is by following the path of the dead. Is how we during life you follow the path of the dead. A little bit, yes. It's kind of an overarching thing. It begins when you're alive, and then once you're dead is when it really picks up. Yeah. But we're gonna the next two sentences will kind of set up the mm. entire okay. path for you. So uh, while all Eldar could live unbelievably long lives, they all too often end, whether at the hands of the Imperium, protecting their craft worlds, or raids from any untold number of Xenos races. Uh, And instead of succumbing to this fate of being consumed by Slaanesh, the Eldar have found a way to persist beyond their mortal bodies. Mm -hmm. Galaxy is a dangerous place. Yeah, it's it's not a good time. Yeah, even if you're immortal. Immortal. That's a weird word, but... yeah. Even if you Ageless. might be able to live forever, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's still dangerous. So yeah. the path of the dead is the Eldar afterlife. Uh, this path is always on their minds. The fate of being devoured by Slanesh is not a pleasing one for Eldar. While the first step along this path is to acquire a spirit stone, it truly begins when the Eldar perishes and their soul is trapped within that stone. Yeah. So whatever path they were doing while they were alive, it doesn't matter at this point because now... They are trapped within this soul stone. Yeah. So, spirit stones. Mm. Spirit stones, they have many different names. Um, some of them are called soul stones, way stones, 
Isha's Tears. So we might throw out some different variations there, but... Uh, We're all talking about the same thing. Yeah. So they're created... Pylons. Mm, Construct additional the pylons. stone in it, though. Pylons. Stones. Pie stones. Isha's tears doesn't have stones in them either. He's, well, he's got you there. Well, but Isha's Pylons. tears might be debatable if that's actually what they are. We'll get into it. So, you dumb bitch, <laughs> before you call me out. That's what I thought you brought me here for. <laughs> no, you're supposed to be yes men. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> So created uh, spirit stones are created out of psychoreceptive crystals. These small stones are normally seen placed on the Eldar's chest. It is is very important that the Eldar keep their spirit stones with them at all times. For when they die, the stone traps their soul or spirit or, you know, their psychic self within it. The process stops their spirit from entering the warp and being uh, devoured by the denizens of the warp. So, yeah, they have this stone, and at the moment of the death, their soul gets sucked into that instead of into the warp. So this is actually how they're able to essentially really live forever and have Avoid an afterlife. Because yeah. mm. in this stone, too, they are aware of, like, themselves. They, they do – I don't think they have any, like, extra sensory or – perception like they don't have eyes on the stone they don't know what's happening around but like but they're conscious they are conscious oh really this interesting they can be communicated with yeah they can um offer knowledge and even like how is the communication it's all psychic yeah yeah but uh there are also instances of souls within stones reaching outside of themselves psychically so yeah there's mm. it, it's a very fluid uh questions come later <laughs> it's a very f- fluid kind of understanding of what it actually means to be trapped within a stone yeah well okay do you have to be in physical contact with the stone or does it just need to be near you there i yeah so we don't know exactly i don't think it's ever been clarified we we tried looking like how it actually works hmm. um we came up with a couple different ideas so it could be a trap where literally the closest psychic creature to it goes into it yeah no matter death. what soul dies yeah. like if it's within the radius of that soul stone yeah you'll be trapped in that soul so yeah. like is that a possibility like we don't know yeah well like, but i've never heard of like now i don't know a lot about eldar but um what if you like killed something that was super psychic or when you were like going around because you have like an orc swimming around with your Eldar <laughs> in your in your stone we don't know but we do have a topic here that we're going to talk about yeah it could be possible to put other things other psychic creatures in the yeah. stone hmm. so uh, like a primarchy maybe yep one of their po- maybe. possibly once again like gw's never touched on it so we don't fully it, they're know. a very eldar specific thing and yeah. they never really come into contact with other races within the galaxy so we don't even or at least I don't think I've come across any stories of like inquisitors interacting with soul stones or space marines interacting with Yeah, them. not so much on like mm-hmm. uh more than uh I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah, I'm going to try and kill it or destroy something. this stone. Yeah. Yes, but well, like experiments yeah. or is not really done in the story. Yeah. So it's really hard to gauge sure. how they actually act. But so we had a couple thoughts. Maybe it's a trap. Maybe uh, anything that gets killed around it will just literally be trapped inside the stone. Yeah. Maybe it's a vacuum and it's constantly just trying to suck things in and the first thing to like come near it goes. Um, maybe we said it requires like 
you to have enough of a psychic power that you can contain your own soul and instead of being instantly transported to the warp, yeah. you have like a, a moment where you're able to put yourself yeah. inside the stone. Like maybe that's another possibility. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it acts as like a so when you die your spirit goes into the warp and then there's like a giant beacon which is the soul stone. So you like quickly try to get into yeah, it. Maybe you do actually you. go to the warp and you have to like find your way to the stone yeah. who knows like, like yeah we don't know like how it works um yeah another interesting thing could be like maybe they bond with that stone specifically so like mm-hmm. they're given the stone at a very young age and like they're constantly maybe throughout the course of their life um flowing their psychic energy through the exactly. stone sharing memories to, like, with yeah, it building that that, that a psychic uh, bridge yeah exactly between there them. is a one elder eldrad uthre who has multiple spirit stones yeah. of himself across the galaxy so we know that Hmm. apparently you can put your soul into them even before you die right and it's almost like you can break portions of your soul yeah and split them and place them in these stones yeah um another example of weird stone usage would be exarchs yeah uh, and the fact that they interact with multiple soul stone soul stones on a on a daily basis or phoenix lords that seem to have turned like their soul stones into just portals for their entire essence and so there's it's not this is not quanti- a it's not well quantified yeah yeah, yeah. Right. right it's very difficult to like nail down precisely yeah how they act cool i i think definitely my favorite one though is like it's where the elder is like building a connection with it yeah that, it, it seems the most most Eldari. Because I was thinking, uh, if it was more so like a vacuum, what happens when they're just like slaughtering things? Wouldn't they yeah. just get absorbed into it? Like, like it might have such like a close range to it, where it's like literally the, the it's touching your skin. Because it has to be the it, they it's wear no, it on yeah. their chest. It's right? normally seen yeah. on the chest. Um, like yeah. if you look at this picture, you can see like the different blues and stuff on his armor. He has different soul stones. So one of them will be his soul soul stone, the one on the chest. But the other ones um, might actually have like maybe his previous parents oh, or his or, teachers. Yeah, mentors yeah. or very powerful psychic beings that he's borrowing their powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and communicating with them. Yeah. What would you do in this situation? So, yeah, when you actually look at the Elder Miniatures, they have all these different types of stones scattered across their body. Interesting, so, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, another thing that we kind of thought is, oh, whoops, is like uh, what could they potentially trap, you know, is... Is it limited to an Eldar spirit or soul? Yeah. Could you bond, um, like humans can be very psychic. Yeah. So could you could a human bond with a soul stone or use any of the Eldar ways to, wh- however it's done, could a human effectively recreate that? Or the emperor. Or the emperor, right. Well, trap him in a soul stone. <laughs> yeah. uh, another thing is, um, so Tesseract Labyrinths. Yeah are a gray knight or they're really only seen around gray knight things but they're they're called uh they're xenos artifacts yeah. that gray knights don't know exactly how they work but they are claimed to be like a perfect solution to storing demon souls <laughs> is that instead uh-huh. instead of something sending something back to the warp oh, or you, you just know trap it in there and now you've essentially taken a all, bit of the god's power yeah. and locked it away for all time yeah mm-hmm. and c- part of me was like well what if that is a soul stone yeah. Right. What if it's a different name that they're doing it? But in essence, and like they are trapping. Process, yeah. Yeah. But they are trapping something else's soul inside this stone to be trapped forever and their power taken mm. away. Maybe so. the soul stone isn't necessarily psychic itself, but it is just something they've made psychic. Well, 
They yeah, do say it's yeah, created out of psychoreceptive crystals. Yeah. I don't know exactly yeah. what that means. Like we're all <laughs> trying to like, like <laughs> Yeah, everyone's like You said a string of words. Why don't we unpack that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they might not be like truly like psychic. Like the stones? Yeah, like well, they receptive might not. and like yeah. yeah they're not shooting out psychic energy <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they exactly. like maybe they amplify maybe they trap and they vacuum in psychic energy yeah. who knows but there's many different things that can act as this so yeah it's more just like oh how do you view the stones work yeah. And, but yeah i i think you could trap almost anything in it demons are the one thing where i'm like ah maybe maybe not well are demons souls? Yeah, I was going to say. Do they have a soul? Yeah. Are they just pure spirit? Well, right? and that's like, the thing with, like, the word soul in 40K. And even, like, when we bring our, like, real-world religious connotations into it, like, yeah. it can mean so many different things. And yeah. really all we're talking about when we say soul, I think, is life force. It's not actually this, like, spiritual thing or, you know, even a cow has a soul. Like, there's not as much... Uh, um weight behind us let's say like you know christians or they're a, an immortal soul that yeah sure, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't have as much power as that like yeah you go kill a gopher that has a soul that you could then potentially sure. trap plants and animals it, everything that has a life force yeah has some representation of themselves within the warp and yeah. that's what your soul is yeah so right yeah anyways but yeah like with demons it's a little weird because they're from the warp in the first place like they're already energy maybe you could transfer them in i don't know i yeah it i'm not saying that they are uh yeah, tesseract vault. oh yes yes yeah yes. okay okay no no i'm just saying hey. i see similarities between them yeah you yeah. know yeah so a soul in 40k is more so energy than it is yeah being whereas in our world we would say we've had this discussion except before for <laughs> an eldar true. to an eldar it is being it is it's, it's, and, it's it, an eldar that's not soul. the only case too yeah but yeah. but is it is then an elder soul about, different then from like a human soul? it's not they're just greater yeah, yeah they have a larger life force uh, than us yeah. well if sanguinius's soul is trapped in the warp and that's it has feelings and actions and acts like it yeah. sanguinius so yeah, like this, is, it's, it has everything to do with your psychic ability. Like the, the larger presence that you had psychically in the material realm, the bigger mirror that yeah. your soul has in the warp. Yeah. I okay. think. But it's is, not, I'm just it, saying it, it's it not just energy. It changes so much depending it's, on. It's not just energy. It's, a, it's your personality. In its basis oh, yeah, level, yeah, yeah. it yeah. is energy because it's like, it's only when you get to those upper levels when it's like, okay, no, 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 you do have a distinct personality within your warp but a gopher doesn't retain any of itself when it dies and its soul is released into the warp it doesn't retain any of its gopher how many gophers have you killed to verify this claim <laughs> over 300 million okay. and i have okay. yet of any to come haunt my dreams <laughs> i'm feeling confident in your analysis then okay just saying you've done but the tests you've done the studies yeah some do some some live beyond and that's why it's so important for the eldar to have this path of the dead is because yeah. every single one of them persists in the warp beyond life yeah and to lose every single one of your race like that to yeah. slanesh is why they're so desperate to have a, a way to circumvent it yeah. and that's why this is so important to them yeah okay interesting yeah souls are one of those weird things in 40k where different authors will have even different ways that they use that word yeah and like yeah it's it's tough. 
yeah, there, there's no uh, Let's a Canem article where it's like souls. Yeah, and it's like, this is the quantifiable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but although that would be interesting, I'll make an article and it will get deleted um, quickly, and <laughs> yeah, I'll make yeah, another yeah. one, and then I'll you know. Tell all the Lorehammer listeners, make this article on souls. and yeah. Everyone go upvote this article. Yeah, exactly. We'll make it happen, for sure. For you, bud. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it'll fit so well into your philosophy, you yeah. know, as soon as, like, soul is quantified. Then you're like, ah, yes, yeah. the effects of the philosophy on the soul. Oh, right. no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll write a treatise. A treatise on souls in the 41st yeah. millennium. Well, if they mm. exist, it means we can do crimes against them, which means we need a way to protect them, right? Hmm. Rights of the soul. That's right. Mm. Add it to the UN Declaration. That's okay. right. I'll be emailing them too. I'm on it. Any other? Any other? I'm going to use some more demands from you guys. That I need to take care of. So we should probably do this podcast. At yes, some point. let's get back in here. Um, so the last thing, okay, in this is so safely stored within the stone. Once you die, the next step on the path of the dead would be to integrate the stone and the soul within it into an infinity circuit. Mm -hmm. And we'll get more into what that is in a bit. We're not going to unpack infinity circuits yet. mm -hmm. But we are going to talk about the origins of spirit stones. We mentioned earlier Isha's tears. So Eldar, they have this vast mythology. um, With a pantheon. Yeah, very much like Greek kind of level. Yeah, the gods that existed above us. And then every once in a while they would interact with us. And, you know, we were seen as like their followers. So So spirit stones in Eldar mythology were called Tears of Isha or Isha's Tears. Long ago, Assyrian, the head of the pantheon, built a barrier between the Eldar and the gods. The barrier was said to protect the Eldar from the wrath of Cain, who was the god of war. And the reason why this barrier was built was there's another Eldar god who told a prophecy that the Eldar would kill Cain, yeah. and then so, the god of war. So then Cain mm. was like, nope. No, I'm not going to let that happen. That. So then Cain was going to go kill all the Eldar. Literally, he was going to exterminate the entire race. Yeah. Yeah. So the head of the pantheon, Azura, Azura man. Assyrian. Assyrian, sure. Yeah. Built this barrier between... The Eldar gods <laughs> and the Eldar people. Yeah. The weird mm. thing about this mythology is it could be true, it might not be true. It might be were allegorical. These, yeah, were it, these Eldar god like warp beings? Yes. Right. We don't know. Were it, they were they literally just powerful Eldar? Yeah. Were they old ones? Were they nothing more than stories that Eldar passed down to their yeah. children? So mm. how this barrier was built, what it actually was, who knows? Who knows? That's like one of my favorite things about the Eldar is they're like gods might be real or they yeah. might and not. And then you have the avatar of Cain and a very yeah. real manifestation yeah. of a god. And then you... It makes you it makes you backtrack everything you thought you knew about Eldar mythology yeah. and say, what if it is a yeah. literal representation? Yeah, it could mm. be, or or yeah. it could just be like the avatar, the avatar king could be some warp entity, and then they've built this, they've built an entire mythos out of around it. this, and it's like, oh yeah, but you're actually yeah, and they you know made this whole big thing, and it actually yeah. means nothing. Yeah, so mm. it, it's all very weird. But anyway, so Azurian also decreed that no member of the pantheon was uh, to communicate with the Eldar ever again. So Isha, the god of healing and fertility, was deeply saddened by this decree. Sad. Much sad. Yeah. For sad. it was her and Kronos, or Kurianos? Kurianos? Kurianos, the god of the hunt that had created the Eldar. <laughs> so these two gods created the Eldar. and It was their love baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's 
Yes. <laughs> That's how babies work. I'm glad you know how <laughs> reproduction works, Eric. <laughs> yeah. So these two lovers, Isha and Kurnos, approached Val, who was the god of the forge, uh, and petitioned him to make a way for Isha to communicate with her children. Yeah. Because, again, there did. was this barrier. Up. Yeah. For me, I know I personally love it when I cannot talk to my mother and mm-hmm. there's a barrier but she gets upset. she constantly goes to she the god to... of the forge yeah. and asks for ways to communicate <laughs> yeah. with her yeah. child mm-hmm. because she loves you Deeply. and she wants to take care of you and make sure you're okay <laughs> uh-huh. and all you have for her is nothing <laughs> but a steaming pile oh. of love no, I was, okay. say, I was gonna say regret. <laughs> no, that's my dad. Oh, that's right. Disappointment. That's Disappointment. The looking that's for. Yeah. So these two lovers approached Vol. So yes. Vol agreed, and the tears of Isha were created. So this allowed them to communicate for a time with the Eldar before being discovered. But that's a story for another time. Yeah, what there's, a, there's an when, entire story in the mythology about this. Yeah. So. Uh, what happens when actually they get discovered that? You know, they broke the decree and whatnot, and now they're talking to Eldar. Mm. So whether this actually happened or if this is a metaphor, we don't know. But it is known. Uh, or But if it is a metaphor, it could symbolize the crystallization process of the psychic energies of the eye. Whatever that means. We read that off. Let's a can. And I'm trying to unpack that. Like, hmm. Yeah. Like, th- the, like the story of because they know how these spirit stones are created yeah right they they go mine them and everything yeah. so it's not like they understand but they could just be telling their children a story of thank goodness for isha and her tears exactly because now it allows these crystals to grow and, and that's to communicate with their gods yeah and, exactly yeah so wait what's what's the eye the eye oh uh the eye of terror i'm assuming like so the the biggest warp rift yeah but so okay i I thought that appeared later on though yeah yeah so this is an interesting thing so when did this mythology appear did this mythology come after m25 or has this mythology existed for the millions of years that the eldar race has persisted and that's another like it's another thing to take into consideration when you're wondering the validity of the actual mythology yeah yeah, exactly. So it's it's yeah. so tough to pick apart like this is when this part of the mythology could have been added. This yeah. is right. when this part. So. Yeah. And then, yeah, like spirit stones, if the mythology is true, would have had two very different uses. So for millions of years before the fall of Eldar, they would have um, been using spirit stones. Yeah, they would have been using them as a way to communicate with like their Eldar gods. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. What, whether they like went inside and like the gods could then channel themselves into that spirit stone and talk yeah. to them, like who knows how it works. One of the ways we were kind of thinking about it though was that uh, priest Lanesh, yeah. when an Eldar died, uh, what if they had a choice? What if they had a choice to go into their spirit stone yeah. and keep their being, as it were, or what if they had a choice to disappear into the warp? Yeah, and enter into it as their psychic being and join themselves to the energy that's constantly flowing within yeah. it. Um, but and what if it like we had another thought? What if it was a religious thing? Like those who subscribed to the religion of the pantheon would accept this gift that Isha had given them yeah. and would choose to stay alive and then be a part of a psychic community that yeah. they still held their own consciousness. So the yeah. like there's a lot of different ways to look at it. But, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, after the fall of the Eldar, spirit stones we definitely know exist. Now it's a necessity. Yeah. Now like you can't you can't not have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but could could you still use the spirit zone 
for the first um, use? Absolutely. To, to like communicate with If the they gods? existed back then, if right? So, yeah, the one big thing about the Eldar gods is they all died except for three of them. Mm, so right. that original use you can't do. So the three that survived, one is the... Isha's God alive. Of, yeah, yeah. But she's also trapped in Nurgle's garden. Sh- okay. So you cannot communicate with the original Isha. Yeah. Because she's trapped in Nurgle's garden. You can't communicate. Uh, who? Hey, I don't know. You gave sure, me sure, sure, sure. I'm just, I swear there's a, a story of someone actually communicating with Isha. Well, like, I guess really? if you go to the garden of Nurgle. Is that, you, okay. Maybe that's yeah, what I'm like, thinking of. Whenever you're involving the warp, we get into it's that tough. whole, like, uh, Okay, there's no way to really <laughs> logic this through. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, what is Nurgle's garden? No, exactly. This is the path of the exactly. dead. Exactly. So. This is an Eldar episode. <laughs> but yeah, so then the other one, the Cain, the god of war, um, his spirit or soul or whatever you want to call it, was fragmented and like shattered. Shattered. <laughs> and like it's <laughs> now like a physical thing on craft worlds. Mm. Um, and then there's yeah. the other living one, which is uh, Segarak, which is like the laughing god the god god of the harlequins and he's yeah. he's alive and in apparently the doing things and apparently you can go interact with segarak apparently and, yeah yeah so but so yeah, that like, adds validity to the entire mythology just the fact yeah. that segarak is a being you can interact yeah. with yeah and but many who people knows, claim could, to many yeah. people claim to have met him yeah but it could just be some crazy powerful warp entity you right. know like yeah. we don't know uh but yeah like so segarak using the spirit stone to communicate with him, I don't think he would do that. Or you would do that both ways. I don't think Segarak would allow that communication because yeah. he just... He like just he, maybe you'd dial the, the number, but he wouldn't pick up Exactly, the phone. exactly. Yeah. And then just, do you even know it's a phone then if no one ever picks up exactly, when you dial? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. so. What if it literally never works? At what point do you lose faith that this was a religious thing right. at all? You know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's the Eldar mythology behind Spirit Stones. Are we... Did we... Finish it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, we, okay. we don't know what any of it means. Okay, like. yes, yes. <laughs> yes. The the origins of the spirit stones are communicated in the mythology. It's yeah. whether or not that mythology is a story or true yeah. or not even related at all yeah. is what's up for debate. Yeah. So and but, I, but we're not debating that here. Yeah. But I do love it that you can debate that. Like absolutely no it's so nice. Answer. It's nice that it's not yeah, cut and dry for on sure. this one. Especially a mythology. Yeah. yeah. You know? If anything, like I would never want more I would never want it to be um explained. What I would like I is more stories. Oh yeah, those are the gods right there. So you have Cain in the middle, Isha on that side, and then is that Segarek behind the Harlequin? Yeah, and then on the, the, the one above is uh, Yanid, which is like the oh, god Inian. of death. Oh, yeah. yeah, that they're uh, the new one creating. Yeah, I couldn't find one of. Uh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's the one they're trying to form. Inian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that one's just his avatar. It's not the Incarn. Yeah, it's not actually the god. But yeah. hey, close enough, you know. You can get what you get. We're not artists, so we can't draw. So we just are at the mercy of anything that other yeah. people have. We drawn. also can't create our own universe, so we play that's right. that as well. Yeah. The the so. depths of our thievery know no bounds. <laughs> no, no, they do. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about how an Eldar today would get a spirit stone. Let's say there's a joyous event. A baby is born. Ooh. In on a craft world, an Eldar child. Um. Why are there dinosaurs on this slide, Mark? Well, we'll get to it. Okay. 
Perfect. Uh, so <laughs> he's riding, and so it. they need a new <laughs> they need spear stone. So acquiring new waystones is a risky business. Uh, the main source of these crystals are on Crone Worlds, what which are the abandoned Eldar homeworlds. Yeah, and most of them are either in the Eye of Terror or around it, so yeah. close to it. And so then voyaging, that means you're going to the Eye of Terror. So voyaging yeah. to these planets is extremely dangerous and sometimes even just impossible. Yeah. Um, Depending off the maybe the warp storm is just absolutely. too big, you can't get back. There. Maybe it's crawling with demons yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know the the one interesting thing I did learn though when doing the notes was the the Chrome Worlds. This is just the main source of yeah. It says spirit it says the one primary source. Mm-hmm. But when you read that, that means that there are other sources out there. So we're gonna get into how there might be other ones, but yeah. this is the main way to do it. Yeah. Uh, so even though it's extremely dangerous and sometimes even impossible, the thought of being consumed by Slanish is worth risking much for. Yeah. Like it's, it's look, it's either I, I might die today or I could literally, when I die, I'm going to be consumed by Slanish. So it's, it's a might for a will, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so regular forays onto these Chrome worlds must be done in order to save Eldar souls. Yeah. So wait, do they, do they mine it? Like the, like uh, we're gonna get into okay, it. okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Hold I, your horses. Yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> so excited. Don't be I hasty. It, I I love it because there's no, so much mystery no, behind it all. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there are some Eldar though um, that do not need the protection of spirit stones, mm. and therefore would never go into the Eye of Terror to collect them, or would rarely do it. Maybe sure. there's some crazy people. You know, you can always find the exception to the rule. Of course. But who we're talking about is the Dark Eldar, and they do not walk the path of the dead. Um, for they walk the path of immortality, never needing a container for their soul. So yeah. with Dark Eldar, they would rather just live forever. And they can do this by consuming other people's souls. And sacrificing them to Slanesh to save themselves. Yeah. Mm. Or or they have like cloning vats where they can literally clone themselves and just, you know, carry their themselves on like that. Um, so me and Eric were like, so, but why don't they just have the soul stone as like a just in case? Right. And we we were reading it some research or whatever and like the one possibility is like Eldar they're just Dark Eldar are just so untrustworthy. So if I was a Dark Eldar, I can't trust any of you three guys in this room. Yeah. If so you even died, if I die and my soul goes into this stone, and I can't if, trust you guys to keep that safe for even me. Even if I'm mm. the person that you trust the most in oh. the entire universe, yeah. I'm still, chances are good, I'm still just going to take your soul and sacrifice it to save my or, own. Or devour it yourself yeah, and or extend eat it. your own life. Absolutely. Right. You, just, you cannot trust somebody yeah. to it's, do that for It's an you. impossibility to do that in Kimura. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so they walk their own path of devouring souls to save themselves from slash. Yeah. Again, path of immortality, not a real thing, mm-hmm. something we coined. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, I didn't know that either. Interesting. Yeah, we did that when we talked about the paths. Mm. Hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, so other Eldar, like the Exodites, mm-hmm. which are like... Um, they're the on the outskirts of the, of the galaxy. Yeah. Well... So, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're on the fringes of the galaxy. Yeah. They don't live on craft worlds. Instead, yeah. they populate actual planets. Yeah. And they have, like, typically more agrarian societies. Yeah. Where they focus more on connections with land. and mm. Yeah, and, like, the yeah. very, like, whew, gross example would be, like, they're wood elves, essentially. So if craft world <laughs> guys are high elves, these guys are wood elves. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say it's gross. It's gross. Because I think it was yesterday. That I'm like, I fucking love wood elves. 
yesterday that you uh-huh. literally said you would uh-huh. love to make an Eldar uh-huh. army using wood elf miniatures? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they uh, are <laughs> fucking gross. The analogy is gross. Are you a the split cr- mind? <laughs> Mars is Trevor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> but yes, Exodites, they don't they don't live on craft worlds. Yeah. The reason why I say it's gross is it's a good comparison, but it goes so much deeper. Just like Eldar aren't actually elves. Once you know all their lore and stuff, like, sure, that was their starting point, but at this point they've gone way past that. Right. Yeah. Um, Exodites, Exodites. That's why okay. I have a picture of a dinosaur. That's right, I know. he's riding, he's Exodites. Well, they ride only dinosaurs. ride dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. But uh, even on that picture, you can see uh, right there, he's got a spirit stone on his lance. Yeah. Um, so so they, even they use them. They definitely use them. But how would they get them if they, you know, don't have craft worlds? Uh, so it's possible that they would leave themselves to go get them. Um, yeah. But it's also equally possible that they would trade for them. Yeah. Because craft worlds will visit yeah. um, Exodite worlds yeah. or even more typically probably Corsairs. They're Eldar Corsairs, they're more likely to come in contact with. So yeah. it might be a, a currency of sorts for them to be like, look, we need X amount of spirit stones for our, our planet now. We had a we had a wonderful birthing season. <laughs> seven, seven new Eldar seven. bays. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the most we've had in 30 years. <laughs> 30 generations. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's, it's very possible that instead it's a trade between yeah. them instead of these Exodites actually journeying all the way to the Eye of Terror, which yeah. could conceivably be very far and away very dangerous. and very dangerous. Yeah, But, yeah, at the same time, too, they do have webway portals that could yeah. literally, they might have one that literally just goes to uh, a cave. Absolutely. In the Eye of Terra. Absolutely. Where they gather them. Who knows? Yeah, they just walk through that portal and just like yoink, yoink. and then go back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. very possible. Um, so Eldar Corsairs, um, they are, so Cor- Corsairs are those who follow the path of the outcast. So where the craft worlds are very strict systems where you you follow the path of the poet and you don't do anything else until you're done with that path. Corsairs, they want to live their own life. So they're basically, they're not bad guys. They're not, they can't they're be. not pirates. They're not pirates. In like our traditional understanding mm-hmm. of pirates. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, they're just on a different path, but they exactly. still believe in like the Eldar race as a whole. Yeah. And, but yeah, they're really, yeah. They're, they want to do what they want to do. They're, they're self-serving essentially. Mm. Um, so they also use Soul stones. So they're typically uh, craft world Eldar that have the desire to make their own way in life. They go on the path of the outcast and join with similar minded Eldar. But since they are started out as a craft worlder, they would have already had a soul stone from that life, potentially. Because usually I would imagine when you're born on a craft world, you're right away given your soul stone. So then, you know, they're 42 years old and they're like, I'm a man now. I'm going to go voyage off and do my own thing. They would just take their soul they're stone They're 600 years old and they've decided, mom, dad, it's time to leave. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> And the parents are like, but you're just a baby. You're just a baby. <laughs> Anyways. I but remember yeah, so, back when the Eye of Terror was just open. <laughs> you wouldn't have survived back then, this generation. Get off this my gen- back, mom, dad, God. Uh, either way. What are you going to do when Slanesh comes? <laughs> it's not real dad it's alive from the otarks <laughs> don't like that anyways but no, yes they use it too yeah no matter how you get your stones yeah. they are dangerous to get yeah but it is worse not to have one yeah and that's like the main thing no matter how dangerous it is yeah you still must have one yeah mm. so 
we don't know like so soul stones are very rare like they don't just have a stash in the back of billions of them they're incredibly rare and precious yeah so when you're giving a soul given a soul stone um it might even be like if you and your eldar partner want a child you two might have to go venture and find a soul stone before you can even be allowed to have a baby yeah so then when that would be an interesting concept yeah it's possible you know we don't know when the soul stones are given but most likely if it's possible you're going to be given a soul soul stone as soon as possible you can't risk that you can't risk it absolutely yeah but baby dies like in infancy and yeah gets immediately eaten by slanesh bleak that's, bleak. Yeah, that's not that's not ideal <laughs> well, that's yeah. not good. but uh they um they are mined yeah they oh, are, they are they're like crystals that yeah. grow on these crone world planets um and well that's the primary source at least and yeah. then these elder do have to go and mine these crystals yeah um but because they're psycho receptive it's very possible that it's not mining in like our traditional sense or once sure. like Okay, so bone singers like sing to manipulate wraith bone, which is warp energy. Sure. And these crystals grow in the eye of terror. Yeah. So half in the immaterium and half. It's not even impossible to think like that it requires some special psychic ability to sure. even mine these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Right? So. Or yeah. maybe even for them to grow in the first place. Yeah. yeah maybe because like the eye of terror is the perfect breeding ground for them because it's half in reality and half not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So we're thinking like, yeah, that that's pretty key so if they happen in the eye of terror it's possible that the other sources for these stones are just around other warp rifts so yeah like the emperor's wrath or whatever yeah the the maelstrom yeah um so that's maybe where you can find more of them they might not be as reliable or whatever but they also might just be a naturally occurring thing but it's just on any planet on any planet but it's like you know there's only a Point zero 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 one percent chance that they spawn on a planet. Sure. Where on the the Chrome Worlds for some reason that they just had that metal or that. Or maybe that's why they mineral. went. That's why they were there. Is In because the first that's, place. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your poison. Yeah. Who knows? Like they might even be like just the Eldar created them millions of years ago on that planet. Like seeded. Right. Seeded. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. So with uh, the the warp rift opening up across the galaxy, like. The chance to get soul stones if they do in fact appear around warp energy and what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls head to hero.co to shop today material universes like maybe they're literally diamonds that have been affected by warp energy who knows uh but it's possible that soul stones are more common now which could be kind of cool because it could like it could kind of give them like a breathing yeah yeah a moment to relax and say okay like we don't have to go into the eye of terror anymore so yeah we can get an abundance of them and we can focus on other things yeah we might be able to grow our population bigger now because we don't have to worry about when we die yeah you know because yeah i would imagine that would be a huge factor like of course what's the point of having a baby if they're not going to have a soul stone yeah like like, you would would not risk your child's soul yeah like I, i could imagine that being a very real thing where if they're more abundant, yeah, maybe the the life cycle will happen more often now. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, interesting. 
All right, so now we know where they come from. We know what they do. Let's bring it on back to... Do we know where they come from? Yeah, Chrome Worlds. <laughs> oh, okay. And the Eldar mythology, Mark. <laughs> yes, were you not paying attention? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but now let's bring it on back to that last sentence that we said, which was... Uh, safely stored within the stone, the next step on the path of the dead would be to integrate the stone and the soul within it into an infinity circuit. So let's talk about integrating with infinity circuits. Nice crystal bodies. Mm -hmm. While the spirit stones are important and valuable in their own right, they are more used as a vessel for transporting souls from bodies into the infinity circuit. So this is not the final resting place no. of an Eldar spirit. This is spirit. just the first part of your path on the, of the dead. Specialized Eldar first step. seers. First step. First step. First step. Along the path of the dead. Oh, jeez. Uh, specialized Eldar seers called spirit seers have vast knowledge of the dead and how to handle and take care of them. Whoa, now. Easy boy. <laughs> He's a rowdy dead boy. <laughs> rowdy dead boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all cowboys uh -huh. that's right uh, when the Eldar body dies and their soul is trapped within the spirit stone they will hopefully be brought back to their craft world's infinity circuit or in the case of an exodite their world shrine yeah. to be joined with the other deceased members of the Eldar race Yeah, and even Eldar Corsairs when they die they will typically be brought back to a craft world mm -hmm. hopefully where they came from yeah hopefully into yeah. their infinity circuit yeah um, the stone is placed or even grafted is another way to think about it onto the wraith bone and the Eldar spirit may join their races afterlife. And this yeah. is the current understanding of the Eldar's afterlife is being joined in the infinity circuit mm -hmm. with all these other souls. Um, a good thing to think of like is just picture a tree. So the craft world is the tree and like, yeah, we use that word grafting. Um, intentionally intentionally because it's very much like that like wraithbone is this living th living's a weird word um it can be you you can grow it and stuff <laughs> yeah. uh it, it can carry it, psychic energies yeah, along things, it energy flows through it just yeah. like a tree yeah right so when you're grafted onto it now you've become a part of this whole thing and your energy can go throughout the entire ship of the eldar craft world yeah because it's all made of that wraithbone so once a spirit seer attaches your spirit stone onto the wraith bone, uh, it continues to grow. The stone actually grows. Yeah. Um, and then it grows, once it grows large enough, then it can actually be plucked away from its branch in times of great need um, and placed inside a wraith construct. I mean, you become a ghost warrior, but <laughs> you, your, oh. your spirit stone actually needs to grow on the wraith bone for enough time for it to be taken off of it and i always i picture that interestingly like does it does it measure like is it just everyone hey 30 days and then like you're good <laughs> or does it matter with the person inside the stone like yeah, does, does it have, have to, to do, do with, with their growth and sure like what if someone is more powerful do they need less time to grow or do they need more time to grow so it could even be like uh uh like a growing your character so now Absolutely. this stone is like in the infinity circuit with all these ancient eldar who are so wise and now maybe you actually have to like grow your character to become like good enough to be able to be plucked away like you have to weed out all the faults of your character and that actually grows your sure. your crystal you know yeah uh, however you who knows want to like view it i think is pretty yeah 
Nice. But that's that soul um, that was in the stone before it was placed in the infinity circuit. Once it's plucked, it still has that same soul, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You can't go in someone else's okay, yeah. uh, spirit stone. That yeah. would, first of all, just be rude. <laughs> I, I wonder how Don't, it would feel, get out of my, though, right? Get out of like, Greg, because the stone. Why are you doing stone? The stone. I, I especially like <laughs> yeah, to think put of your the stone. Feet on everything. <laughs> I like to think of the stone as it, it's the bond. You have to create this psychic bridge that you've been yeah. building your entire life, right. and then to go into someone else's house, right, <laughs> and like claim ownership of it would just be like an affront. Yeah, like how terrible would that be? So yeah, you go back into your own stone, which yeah. is why like okay. the individual stones are so important. Because could you be pl- could it if could you pluck it and then their like energy be somewhere else in the ship? Because if they're traveling along the wraith bone and you're like, oh, I no one's home. Put it it, I think you could. I truly do. Yeah. Uh, it's a very important thing for spirit seers to be able to commune with the dead and interact with them. Yeah. Um, it's possible that if you plucked it it would just rip you out from the infinity circuit no matter where you are. Because right. yeah. I don't think it's a matter of you're on one portion of the ship at a time. I think you're you are. Everywhere. You're everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. are the ship yes. now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's possible that you could just rip it away and maybe that would be absolutely terrible for the Eldar spirit. Would you say it would be soul-wrenching? Shattering, oh, Mark. Oh, Shatter them beyond wreck. But it's possible that that would be like a okay. jarring to their spirit. But it's yeah. possible it right. wouldn't. I, I think it would be personally though. But it's yeah. nothing confirming. So it's kind of like a USB plugged into a computer <laughs> on yes, the internet. That's running safely removed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait till you communicate with the computer and tell it, "I'm okay. going to remove this USB." Yeah. And the computer says, "I've been doing it wrong." <laughs> you just pull out, hey? Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. So the infinity circuit, each craft world and every exodite world has an infinity circuit, though the oh. exodite refers to them as world shrines. Uh, these circuits are crafted of wraith bone, a psychoplastic substance or solidified warp energy. That's wraith bone overseen by overseen by bone singers. These circuits act as though they're alive and spiritual energy coursing through them. Mm-hmm. Something we missed uh, right before this, though, because we said that when you pluck, you'd be put in a wraith construct. Yeah. And while this may seem like a very useful ability to do that, it is viewed by the majority of the Eldar as necromancy, which is the act of controlling the dead. Yeah. Which we will get back to later. Yeah. That's no bueno. Yeah. Yeah. The the Infinity Circuit is uh, what harnesses the psychic energy of its inhabitants and sustains a large portion of craft world life. So, like, they actually run the ship off off of the souls in the Infinity Circuit. Yeah, but maybe it, not all of it. Maybe and, not all of it. Who knows what portions of yeah, it. But, but the psychic energy does run through the entire yeah, ship. And, and each is Eldar, used as an energy source. And each Eldar sure. interacts with that yeah. psychic energy. Um, this doesn't actually, like, consume the Eldar soul. So it's not like, you know, it, it doesn't waste it. It's just they're then contributing their psychic energy that I guess they're currently always creating. Well, they're a psychic being, Yeah, right? so it's like, you know, they... Might have a cool down, but sure, it, it's not <laughs> killing the souls on the inside to power the craft yes. worlds. Mm, okay, which is important it because is. this means that they can potentially be sustained forever yeah. in this yeah. infinity circuit. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, the souls within this infinity circuit, uh, if it's large enough, and I'm assuming on every craft world at this point it would be. Yeah, there's been thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. they form uh, a gestalt spirit. <laughs> uh, it might not 
be right to call it a consciousness uh, or a being or an entity, but it can act with a singular will and it can even understand and perceive and even affect events that happen in real time. Yeah. So even if 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 these walls in the studio were made of infinity circuit and there is this psychic energy all around mm-hmm. us, even though we aren't communicating with it, it still has an understanding of what is happening yeah. on some level. Yeah. Who knows whether it just knows that friends are in the room or maybe it knows that Mark, James, Eric, and Rio are in the room. Like It's, yeah. it's a little unclear because it's this consciousness, this spirit isn't really – you can't really communicate with it like one-on-one. But yeah. it almost feels like you can beseech the spirit of your craft world and the spirit of the craft world can rise up in defense or in anger yeah. or something. Because it, it's very interesting to note that in times of war, the craft world itself can fight. And yeah. that's what is fighting it'll, it'll is like this change, spirit. put up walls in the way of people trying it'll to It'll collapse entire like buildings onto their enemies. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, that's but it, it, it can do it of its own will, yeah. which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like craft worlds are always like they're big and they're cool. They're planet size, yeah. Right? Like, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah. Planet signs with the ability to go inside them, so much, <laughs> much bigger than a planet. <laughs> so the circuit can be communicated in one of two ways: ways either question as a whole, or a single consciousness of that craft world, uh, or it can be pulled out, like you pull out the individual spirits. Yeah. So. Once you're a part of this infinity circuit, you're not just lost to it. You can still be pulled out and talked to it individually. Yeah, you can still retain your individuality yeah. and your personality. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's possible to like so these craft worlds have thousands of souls at this point. Potentially millions. Yeah, potentially. Who right? knows? And you know, over ten thousand years and just how much knowledge they would have. So they're often like, yeah, really leaned on like in times of uh decision making like what do you think we should do and then everyone can kind of just put up their gathered experiences and give you like oh this would be a good course of action um so it'd be interesting to think like if different craft worlds actually have different answers to the same question Hmm. because they all have souls do they develop a spirit that is kind of unique to the experiences of the eldar that yeah. are within it. Yeah, because there are some mm. craft worlds that focus very much on war as opposed, uh, and not in, only in like self-defense, but like some attack. aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Create war. So, and then others are completely pacifists. <laughs> so right? like the, the experiences of the dead would be very different. So you might even get very different answers from craft worlds, even though like, yeah, yeah it, it also might average out. Like maybe yeah, on the knows, flip like, side, it's very possible that all yeah. Eldar, like, given the right amount of time, they come to the same conclusion. Yeah. Right? So if if you have a million Eldar souls constantly, like, living as fast as light or however fast psychic energy moves, having that ability to reason with themselves and with each yeah. other millions and millions and millions of time over, yeah. do they all eventually come to the same conclusion? Yeah. Right? And that's another it, thought is maybe they all act they would all act very similarly yeah. in times. Craft yeah. World. But hey, even at the same time, like one craft world, you ask it the same question one day and the same question the next day, they might give you a different answer, even though it's possible. N- nothing has changed. Right. Maybe yeah. it's just they've thought it out that much further or, you know, maybe some of the spirits didn't contribute the first time. Like you're not forced to contribute when mm-hmm. you're in the infinity circuit. Like spirit seers can pull you out, but it's, 
they can't force you to well, talk. I, I, they can't force you to answer. I don't really when I view like the gestalt consciousness, I don't really view it as an actual million Eldar voices sure, conversing. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more like um you can add batteries and batteries and batteries yeah. and then at some point like you just have a lot of power sure right and you might remove one battery out and it let you can't feel it when yeah. there's seven million batteries sure. right so but it it's it's less of you have a choice or whatever it's just you are the infinity circuit sure. but you are also at the same sure. time an individual sure yeah hmm. interesting it's all words yeah it's it's also not well <laughs> yeah put down so well, that's cool that gives you more room to like it build with it like yeah. if it you were doing your own craft world you could be yeah. like well this is what my craft world what if does. you created a rogue like infinity circuit where it's been like corrupted or yeah. manipulated in somehow and yeah. it's turning on all of its inhabitants and no one has realized <laughs> that this happening and it's been yeah. slowly steering you wrong for for 500 <laughs> years because a demon's been put absolutely yeah. like who, who knows? yeah it's so is that possible I, why um, not like likely no no i'm pretty sure like uh, i don't think it's likely oh sure sure but i'm pretty sure there's a story about it of slaneshi demons like infiltrating a craft perfect infinity circuit yeah. Do you think theoretically two um, infinity circuits could join together and form a bigger? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All of the circuits have joined together. Well, for that's this what final push. That's <laughs> what uh, Yvrain is attempting to do. Oh, okay. She tries to get everyone to donate their infinity circuits to her, so she can sacrifice them to Iniad and to create. Oh God! I think that's what she's still trying to do, right? She's trying to consume Eldar souls into Iniad and give them right. to a god. Yeah, crazy. Uh, which is no different, effectively, than Slanesh. But hey, who am I to judge? But this is a good one. Oh, it's it a good will, god. It this be, this time it'll work. We will control it. Yes, this, this time it'll work. Um, so well, how crazy would it be if the if they changed the story so that? Slanesh wasn't an accident, but they wanted to create her. And then it wasn't like they just thought, oh, we'll control this god of decadence just like us. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it backfired. <laughs> it was just way more powerful than they ever could have imagined, and it started eating them. Well, <laughs> that would be. If you cool. create a god crazy. and it decides to rampage specifically against your race, mm-hmm. the next best thing to do is to. Build another god. Yeah, especially when the first god was the god of pleasure. Right. And that had such great outcome. Yeah, and now you you want to create death. death. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Perfect. Um, So, Beeltan, its infinity circuit was infiltrated by demons. Very cool. So, like, it opens up a a whole thing. Like, potentially, even you could put humans inside of it. Sure. But it even, like, (laughs) back to spirit stones, I think you could probably put a demon in a spirit stone. I think you probably could. Because, yeah. It's very similar. What if you create an infinity circuit without any elder souls, only demons? Just demons in one towel. Just a full demon infinity <laughs> in one circuit. Why are you trying to create a demon world, Rico? <laughs> uh-huh. It's just this consciousness that you can go ask questions to made of demons. What's the problem? <laughs> the question, though, can... I guess we've talked about how they can affect the real world. They can. So if you did just... You can't trap demons in the infinity circuit. Well... Yeah, yeah. That would be a bad... Maybe not infinity circuits, but probably spirit stones. Because spirit stones have much less... Because you're just an individual then. There's no gestalt forming, right? But... but 
You keep using that word. <laughs> well, I had to look up what it meant, and now I feel confident actually <laughs> using it. So uh-huh. It's just like, uh, I don't know. It, it, demons are just like this infinite force, so keep throwing them into things seems like better than just throwing them back into the warp so that they come back again. <laughs> That's why we need Tesseract Labyrinths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. It's that you simple. Need a, you need a trillion Tesseract, tesseract yeah. Labyrinths and, and just, you need a blank you still every square it. meter of the galaxy. <laughs> Those two things, you'll be fine. Right! Uh, we did discuss that. Blank <laughs> Fortress. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. right. You, you know that Rick and Morty episode where they just like, he has all the all the Mortys on his fortress. Oh, and they're all just like, ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> you just have a blank fortress, which is just yeah. a bunch their of brain blank. waves, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> just strapped to your fortress oh, so yeah. that no psychers can get in. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's oh. unstoppable. <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> Power. I just like, picture like all these blanks with like intravenous into them so that they're fed and then they just like they're just like st- strapped there for their whole life. Oh, you grab more blanks, <laughs> strap them to your fortress again. You're coming up with some very bleak ideas today. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy You and okay uh, space James. Yeah. <laughs> I'm creating a blank blank city. <laughs> Who needs walls when you can have bodies? <laughs> oh, First of all, no one would want to go there because not only is it bleak, but it's blanks, so it'd just be super uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole planet. You would hate you, it. Yeah. It's like the most depressing the- <laughs> planet you've ever well, like, seen. Well, like you just yeah. set, set foot on the planet, you're like, oh. <laughs> you can feel it when you're entering the atmosphere. Yeah, it's like, God, I hate this place. I hate it already. I haven't even <laughs> got here yet. But the blank beside you that you're bringing in handcuffs, oh, my God. I'm at home. <laughs> and then you just like chain him in and he's like, this he's feels good. right. <laughs> this feels good. I deserve this <laughs> for being who I am. Yeah. I would add in the little stabbies onto the... Oh, you got uh, it. Not for necessity, though. No, that's just part of the... That's uh, the, part appeal. Of the, <laughs> the appeal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh, so that's pretty much everything about the Elder Afterlife, really. We've talked about Soul Stones Infinity Circuits, which makes up the majority yeah. yeah what almost every eldar would experience there is something else but for almost every eldar that is their afterlife is yeah. being in the spirit stone and then being in the infinity yeah. circuit as Commuting a part with of their like, race yeah everything around you and yeah yeah, yeah. trans probably transcending your perception on yeah. some things oh, and yeah. so mm. yeah but there is another portion of the path of the dead and these are this is uh necromancy so mm-hmm. it's something we shared previously yeah on the episode so once in the infinity circuit spirit stones are rarely removed but in the most dire of circumstances the stones can be withdrawn and Mm. used for other purposes Mm. removing spirit stones is necromancy because you're literally taking like somebody's dead soul and kind of it's a control and command of the dead yeah command's a weird word but i mean it's they don't control they do they guide 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 and difference guide and control is very different sure like oh i'm gonna run that way no 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 this way that way no 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 this way that no no i think that just speaks very much volumes about my personality and yours i'm very trusting and accepting okay you're cynical sometimes yeah necromancy (laughs) is literally described (laughs) as the control of the dead so yeah the word in this context but yeah yeah even in 40k it's described as control yeah, we can but, go to the ne- necromancy side, and it talks about they don't like it because it's controlling dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I'm not arguing that, but I'm. You're making it sound like literally you take them out, and now they are bound to you, and you control every aspect. That like, you could, that, 
But that's not how it is. Though. But that's what some you people view it them. as. Oh, sure. View and, and is are different. And things. it's very possible that that's what some do. Oh, sure. And maybe, that's why it's viewed as such an maybe evil Maybe if act. you're a super powerful psyker, you can over overpower them. Sure. Absolutely. But I, I don't see it like that. I don't see the Eldar dicking over their ancestors in that way to control <laughs> them. Like, it yeah. just doesn't seem... It's Sure, if that's how you see it. Maybe the aspect of control is the removing from the Infinity. Yeah, that would maybe. be very much it. Like yeah, the, fact really you them out, you the fact that you pull them out. The fact that you pull them out is the around in the rave <laughs> ball, just like, mm. <laughs> and it, I've been in here for 10,000 no years. No blanks <laughs> being poked in here. Yeah, you exactly. get sucked out into yeah. your stone, and you're like, what? What is happening? And then you get stuck into this... this death soldier and you're like yeah now you're what is this i was oozing <laughs> around in the race absolutely zone. Yeah. yeah bone not race stone race <laughs> bone yeah so the most common thing that happens with them when they're taken out is they're used to pilot wraith constructs um but they can also be put onto like vehicles to use this p- specific uh yeah or that one seer that warlock's cloaks that we saw he had a bunch of soul stones in his armor yeah like those might have been other powerful psychers that he's getting guidance from yeah or he's drawing on their psychic energy and they're lending it to him yeah right? it just all so. helps with finding like the perfect time to strike or <laughs> you get yeah. the hell out of here <laughs> perfect time to attack those are all things that like your, that they've, your spirit song well they've had know. millions of years uh-huh. to uh exactly. talk about these things and that's right? how so, you know when yeah. the perfect time is yeah but when they take them out it is usually viewed as like not a good thing it's uh, out of necessity yes no one ever does it for fun yeah they're not taking people out and taking them on the picnic with old right. grandpa joe you know they they're not doing that it's, this is only in the most like necessary of circumstances yeah. so you wouldn't see these constructs in just average fights that they have I don't know. I I don't think so. I think that that comes down to a value judgment of the craft world itself. I, How important even, is this one fight to them? Right. It, it, this one fight might set the course for their next 10,000 years, but yeah. it could be a very small engagement. Yeah. So they might view it as an absolute necessity to win this, right? Yeah. So It might even be down to the actual spirit itself. Like maybe it wants to be a warrior. Like it was an exarch lost on the path of the warrior. That's all it wants to do now. Like it's willing well, to sacrifice Exarchs, itself. Exarchs over. don't join the Infinity Circuit. Yeah, they're in their own shrine yeah. or whatever. But anywho, Eric, I'm sure they could. Well, that the was shrine, your example. But the shrine could end and they could put them in there. Like, Well, they don't go in the shrine. Not, they go in the armor. Yeah, but maybe that shrine ends and the armor is disbanded and now they yeah. put it into the I think a lot of times the like, armor just like if the shrine like dies, the shrine like disappears yeah. until a time when it rises again sure. and the armor is refound. But I don't, I don't think they ever join actually the Infinity Circuit. Sure. Maybe nine times out of 10. You're right. Oh, okay. I, I'm, if it's 40 K, you can always come sure. up with an You exception. come up with whatever you want. I would yeah. agree though. Most yeah. of the time they're just trapped in their armor. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, like it could be a warrior who, who just, his calling is to defend the craft world. He doesn't want to be in the infinity circuit. So you might have like one of them. That's just always kicking about doing warrior things. Um, Maybe. Okay. Cause like I just, otherwise it would seem like you wouldn't see these constructs very often. Well, some craft worlds, like they have very few human or not human. They have very few live Eldar to fight their battles. And so if they don't, put out their wraith constructs it's every battle is a loss for them right right sure. so like yeah. it's a necessity thing right like do i need to bring them out this time some craft worlds will always answer yes and some craft worlds will always answer 
No. Yeah. And some craft worlds will be in between, and sometimes they'll say yeah. yes, and sometimes they'll exactly. say no. Exactly. So, you it. I think that goes all back down to the craft worlds you want. If you yeah. have a a vibrant, sure. flourishing, prospering craft world, don't write wraith constructs into your story. Yeah, they probably don't use them. Exactly. If your craft world is there's literally like a thousand people on it, and it's just a decaying, dead craft world. Fill it with wraith constructs. Sure. Have these haunting ghost warriors walking the streets of your of your craft world, yeah. right? Like, but hey, even if you are a super successful one, maybe you use them just because, and that's why you're so successful because you're not losing any el- living Eldar. What a special snowflake! No, just created say, Mark. No, like you can come up with any reason why or why not to sure. use them. Some are sure. better than others. Sure. <laughs> 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 He's getting frustrated. Anyways, um, let's keep talking about. Ghost yeah. warriors. Yeah. So all race suffer from the phenomenon known as wraith sight, which alters their perception of the world from uh, that of mortals and causes them to react more slowly to changes on the battlefield. To counteract this, they're usually accompanied by a spirit seer who guides them. Yeah. But yeah, they it's have It's described like, as living in a dream. Yeah. Like, you know, the sides of your vision is always fuzzy and mm. then, you know, you might blank out for one Yeah. You might lose somewhere. Touch. completely different doing something else you know like it's very it's it's not like it's not it's not like experiencing real life yeah Yeah. you you don't take them out for them to be like wow like look at how life has changed because they're not perceiving it as life they perceive it as a dream yeah so yeah so in order to counteract that they have spirit seers who got to control them yeah (laughs) 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 no guide is definitely the word that is used yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the different kinds of wraith constructs that uh, we oh, have come that's across. A, that's that, a blurry one. That's I grainy. did this on my picture on my computer, not on the TV. So the most common one that we you would see in a craft world would be wraith guard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these are humanoid constructs, uh, and they stand over ten, somewhere between ten and uh, fifteen feet, depending on how up there. Cone, cone head, head. Yeah. you want to really measure you know yeah. <laughs> um uh and they can be armed with a variety of close range guns or melee weapons um yeah so they basically have like their head and you put this the soul inside their head and they're grafted to this construct and then they can control it yeah, yeah. if you had to make a comparison yeah i would equate them to dreadnoughts sure very much yeah, that's yeah. the that without being close it's the closest sure. that i could come to in in terms of how yeah. they act um, yeah. yeah, for sure. So yeah, they they have different varieties. Like yeah, wraith some blades. Have, yeah, some have swords and axes. Yeah. Some have guns. Like there's different things. But but the interesting thing about war gear when it comes to constructs and ghost warriors, yeah. is that um, the soul is given a preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wh- whether the soul was like, no, I loved getting in their faces and literally shredding them to bits. Like yeah. ah, place them in a wraith blade construct. Yeah. Don't make them shoot right give them what they're comfortable with what yeah. their what their spirit will react with better so yeah that's an interesting thing is that you the soul is given a preference in terms of its loadout yeah. I, I wonder if like they're like no we need wraith like we need wraith guard we need guys with guns and sure. so they might say like no like jimmy like you only like slicing <laughs> things with your knife so we're <laughs> not gonna put you in a wraith construct today yeah interesting yeah i don't know i don't know if that's a thing it's just it's how i could see a a potential conversation going sure there. sure yeah. between spirit seer yeah and the and, infinity circuit and, mm-hmm. yeah very formal very formal <laughs> conversation no jimmy <laughs> so uh, uh, you dirty dog <laughs> 
We don't need any more axes today, but I'll get you <laughs> next time. <laughs> uh-huh. So Wraith Lords, uh, these are also humanoid constructs. Like all these race share very similar aesthetic. Yeah, um, they look very similar to each other. Yeah, they're all very smooth humanoid. They're very sleek. Yeah, they like, look very lithe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Graceful so, too. Yeah. So they're humanoid construct, constructs standing over 20 feet tall. And once again, they can be armed with a variety of weapons, shooting, melee, once again, depending on who wants it. Uh, an interesting thing, though, is sometimes uh, warlocks, which are like Eldar battle psychers, are put into these race wraith lords and then they become race seers so 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 they have a spirit stone and a human and an eldar pilot no no no, that's someone else so race seers then can go around the battlefield and since they're trained as a warlock they can unleash psychic powers as they go so are you saying they put a spirit stone with the soul of a warlock in it or an actual warlock gets into it no no the spirit stone i see okay spirit stone a spirit stone is placed into it which has the soul of a warlock yeah 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 okay yeah and then it can unleash like psychic powers and stuff you could reasonably assume that wraith guard or even wraith knights you could put a warlock into them too and have a very similar thing that just doesn't exist on tabletop but there's no reason why you couldn't true um Hmm. yeah maybe warlocks are just more rare Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. You would want to give them something bigger and better. Yeah, who knows? Hmm. Uh, so the next thing we have are wraith knights. So these are humanoid constructs, but they stand over fifty feet tall. Uh, they can be armed with a variety of close range guns, melee weapons. Just it all comes down to the preference of who's piloting it. Yeah. But what makes this one unique? is that it's piloted by a living Eldar and a spirit stone. Oh, this is the one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to add even more complexity into it, they have to be twins. Yeah. So, so they, they oh, really? share some psychic connection because they gestated together or yeah. whatever, right? So. so this bond allows the siblings to have complete control over the construct, allowing it to move at blurring speeds. Um, wow. Yeah. These the, must be rare. Yeah, they're pretty rare because you, you have to have twins. Yeah. Like and then one, and one has, has to be, be dead, dead. Yeah, and one has crazy. to be alive. Yeah. All right. They're usually... Stefan, we need You drew raise. the bad... <laughs> flip a coin. Yeah. Shoot him <laughs> and we'll run. You have to... You, you get to live. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but your brother, Stefan. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going into He's stone. Dead. No. He was so young at 3,000. <laughs> There's no models of these, right? They're too big. Oh, no, no, there, there are. are. Yeah. I have some... I have sweet artwork. Yeah. They're yeah. cool... They're like, they're like as big as like the other. My knights. only critique is that yeah, they're, they're like, like as big as the big little oh, crazy. Yeah, their they're limbs huge. are a little scrawny looking. Yeah, yeah, they're very slender. They don't sure. look like they make sense because everything we see is based on like the Imperium, right? So we see these massive clunking war machines, <laughs> yeah. right? Whereas these, like, they're built of you could, they're like, built of warp energy. You could like you could bone, make right? The, like if you didn't know any better and you're coming new into the hobby, they just look like a bigger scale Eldar warrior. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Hmm. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Showing pictures here. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's not the full oh. model. All it is, yeah. is it's showing someone's artistic ability on it. This is like one of my favorite paintings oh, yeah, ever. Geez, some, some people are just wild. Yep. Like that was my daily dose of humility. It's so yeah. insane yeah, what crazy. some people are capable of. I just, anyways, uh, I'll keep going on this. Um, so that the Wraith Guard, Wraith Lords, Wraith Knights, Wraith Seers, all this stuff kind of takes care of the, oh, there you go. Yeah. 
Um, there, there's one. There's the that's scale. That's the best one. So that's just a regular Eldar. Yeah. So they're massive. Yeah. But yeah, they just they look so graceful. Yeah, they yeah. look awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an awesome video is. Um, the, isn't it Dawn of War? Yeah, Dawn of War three. It shows an awesome video of one of these guys and two Imperial knights fighting. fighting. It, oh, it, yeah. it's, it's badass. It's very that's cool. Yeah. Really we'll watch sick. it after. Um, okay, so one more thing we have are Hemlock Wraith Fighters. So these are Eldar fighter craft, uh, and they're piloted by Spirit Seers, but there are multiple Spirit Stones implanted within the, the core of the fighter craft. Yeah. Um, so it's been described like this, how the ship functions is almost like a smaller version of the Infinity Circuit, where there is Wraith Bone going throughout the entire ship, and these multiple spirits yeah. actually inhabit this entire circuit and communicate with the spirit seer yeah. to allow for like amazing maneuvers mm. that are normally because everything in the ship is bending itself to your will yeah. and helping to like maneuver out. So yeah. they're very deadly, but they also they get um, increased psychic abilities because of this. They literally shoot forth like a zone of terror in front of them <laughs> yeah. to cause Crazy. their enemies to like go insane before they even fight them and imagine <laughs> doing that in a fighter craft like you have to be yeah. pretty far away in order for that to take effect and so it's very powerful and yeah um but yeah the danger about this specific thing is that the spirit seer might spend so much time connected to this miniature um infinity, infinity circuit. circuit that they go insane or they join it sure yeah they lose themselves <laughs> within this circuit that yeah. they're they're trying to go in so it's a danger of, of doing yeah it, so because we do have stories of people losing themselves inside infinity circuits sure so we know it's a, a an actual real thing yeah but the hemlock wraith fighter is a pretty neat yeah pretty cool yeah. thing yeah um yeah they here's a one more picture we'll show just of putting spirit stones onto eldar vehicles to man different things oh yeah yeah even if they aren't um constructs there is also there's an upgrade on tabletop where you can put spirit stones on vehicles and they they describe them as functioning like machine spirits but they what they can do is they can help you pilot things Uh, or they can make sure that targeting systems are functioning normally so yeah so you can usually see on elder models they have a bunch of stones like all over where um yeah so if the pilots die these spirit stones might even be able to take bring them. the vehicle back yeah. to the it, yeah it won't be like it. full functioning but yeah even these no. ones like even wow. these bikes have them like yeah yeah so you don't um, you don't have it doesn't have to be a wraith construct yeah. that you're placed into yeah right it can just be a, a hemlock wraith fighter where you're yeah. you make a miniature infinity circuit or you might just go onto a some people's paintings jeez yeah that's wild that is crazy yeah. um yeah. The the final thing about spirit stones is they're in they're almost indestructible. They're incredibly mm. hard to destroy if you can't even destroy them. There's an example of a space marine hitting one with a power axe. With a power axe and he's the the stone's fine and he's flung back three meters. I'm pretty sure it does does it blow it up? I'm pretty sure it does blow it oh, up. Okay. But in the same thing, it completely destroys the power axe sure, and okay. it blows him away okay. meters. Wow, okay. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um Eldar have a way, Dark Eldar have a way of like shattering them and then mm. rebuilding them. Into torture devices. Yeah. So they can be destroyed definitely, but it's not just like if you drop it, it's going to shatter into right. a thousand pieces. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, when they put them onto vehicles and stuff, like they're going to be fine. Okay. You know what? In the lexicanum, all it says is a spirit stone is smashed, resulting in an incredibly loud metallic ringing and then an explosion that destroys the power axe and sends the yeah. space. So ring. smash would mean that it blows up. Maybe. Yeah. Or it destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's okay. how I read it too. Is, is that the soul destroyed. then released to Slanax? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So oh, yeah. It's yeah. not just obliterated. That's not yeah, a good thing. Yeah. No, no. Not they, for the Eldar anyway. Yeah. They get okay. consumed. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the Eldar afterlife, the path of the dead. Um, yeah. That, there's a lot in there that we just don't know, and I like it. Well, it's, it's fun to think about, and how would you picture this, and how would you yeah. write your craft world? How would you, like, how do you flesh out this aspect of your craft world, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, like, we've we've gone over a lot, which is really cool. Like, if, it feels like every time we do an episode on a topic, it's like, all right, here's the next thing for you to add to your story. Yeah, yeah. Like, consider the path of the dead. How does your craft world view that? Do they view yeah. necromancy as a good thing? Yeah. Do they have a lot of spirit stones? Do they never worry about it? Is there yeah, a, what if, are yeah, they what if absolutely, you have an Eldar race or craft world that doesn't care about their dead? Yeah. They don't wear spirit stones. They're like, this is what we deserve. Absolutely. Like, is that knows? possible? How would they have an infinity circuit for their craft world? Maybe they had it for like 2,000 years oh, and see. then somebody they started to make the decision, you know, Not maybe feed they feed it. other yeah. things into their infinity or, or that, circuit, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, run off of demons. That's Absolutely, yeah. yeah, we chain them, or yeah. just like different animals. Absolutely, <laughs> we sacrifice like blood sacrifice. Yeah. Just so collect- crazy. Yeah, you can well, change this so many ways because it's so open ended. Yeah. yeah, which is nice. Exactly. But however you do write it, we know that you would have to take in the consideration of the fact that all Eldar would feel some way about an infinity circuit whether or not they like you couldn't just remove it from your story forever you would have to write like hey there's a reason there isn't an infinity circuit here there's a reason that they all hate it sure so because it is a very important part of eldar culture yeah for sure right um so uh, we got one more kind of cool topic here Mm -hmm. and this is uh this also doesn't actually exist so a while back i got an email from a guy who is like hey what do you think about the path of reproduction being a path so this doesn't actually get exist the path of reproduction so originally you kind of laugh at it like you know all they do is bang all day but you know when you actually (laughs) the path of reproduction (laughs) Um, but really it, it could be very interesting this path and it could very much be a thing so Eldar, we know they're very emotional and all that emotion, like it's it's tolling on them. They have to focus on something. So be on the being on the path of the warrior and the poet and then having a child, it'd be a very tolling, taxing thing, right? Especially with Eldar where they're in psychic communication with their ch- unborn child on the inside. Yeah, that was something that it. I had never considered before. But right? truly, like as soon as that life exists for an yeah. Eldar, it has a psychic presence. Right. And they're so potent. What's to stop the parents or mother or whatever from communicating psychically and teaching with that it child? right off the bat? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Like, child, let me build your psychic walls right now to protect you and yeah. let me shelter you. But like let me also teach you about our people yeah so it could very well be like you know the two parents they both like okay we're gonna have this child the next two years is gonna be dedicated to just like this whole process you know because it would take a lot out of you Uh, uh, also apparently and this is not confirmed uh, i got this off a forum but apparently Mm -hmm. it takes multiple visits for like a an egg to the DNA is given to the egg multiple on multiple occasions, so it's not oh, just like a one. It's not a one and done. Yeah, I wonder if that is 
canon yeah. how canon that I is. don't know it just came it randomly just, I couldn't sure. find a source for it but that's what I had read but yeah. that it takes multiple like sexual interactions for an Eldar baby GW writing that. <laughs> it's, at one point they wrote space marines ate shit <laughs> that's important <laughs> but if yeah, that's yeah. the case it yeah. just adds a, a more like, because we understand that. That yeah. makes sense to us of like, oh my God, that would be so like grueling. Yeah. But also add the fact that these Eldar are psychic on top of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it consumes every part of their life is this psychic. Yeah. And this baby's thing. psychic too. And it's yeah. just yelling this whole time. Yeah. And Absolutely. there's nothing yeah. you can do to stop it. It's just. Or like, it, maybe it understands and it can have thought from day one and you're mm-hmm. actually communicating. Who knows? Who knows? I doubt that's Who the knows? case. But. but yeah, either way, this is a very like. Uh, it's an exhaustive thing. Yeah, yeah. Any any way I imagine it, like this is not something an Eldar would make a decision of lightly. Yeah, right. yeah. And that's where the path of the life comes in. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be cool to uh, if that was a another path. Like I think you can come up with new paths and it be okay. There's not just the ones GW has set out. Yeah, um, interesting. I yeah. think that everything. Almost every path you make up could fit into one of these paths. Sure. Um, I think it, it would be a little harder to find like a path that's like truly Tr- unique. Yeah. Um, because even this one, like I, you could make an argument that, oh, it's the path of service, right? Definitely or, could be yeah. very much. Yeah. Like, you, but it also could just be the path of life and it's its own thing. Yeah. And what a celebration it is yeah. for, for these Eldar that have decided to like give up their own paths of like the artisan or and shaping yeah. to go down the path of life. So yeah, the, I, I like it. I, I like, like the, it. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot your name. Whoever emailed me, but uh, <laughs> Rude. I'm taking the credit for this. This is <laughs> my invention. Path of the dead, path of life. We've coined all, it. Path yeah, of immortality. Yeah. They're all lore hammers. <laughs> now all your things belong to me. Yeah. All your base. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so that's the episode. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. before we end it, let's thank our Patreon members. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to say thank you to all of them. So thank you to Javier, Christian, Fiery or Fieri? I don't know. I'm going to say it's Fieri. Uh, <laughs> Michael, Josh, Plunkett, Mark, Frosten, Tim, Arter, Michael, Lang, Lucas, Ghost McFloats, Ghost McFloats. Naked Chef Gaming. Oh. Josh. M. Jummy. Thomas. A. A. Ron. <laughs> a. A. Ron. Derinkler. Banhead. Primark Vulcan. Thank you, Primark Vulcan, for your gracious <laughs> donation. <laughs> Peter. Miguel. Charlie. Dominic. Benjamin. Ark Magos. Azriel Grimm. Waffler World. <laughs> and Killian. Thank you guys so much for contributing to our Patreon and making what we do a reality. Yeah. Go go check out our Patreon. We're starting to put some actual benefits for our people. Like I said, Absolutely. at the beginning, for $2, you're able to watch this episode. I think we've maybe sorted out a I'm, video problem. I'm 99. It's been, fingers crossed. It's been a thing. We're going to start have to sacrificing small animals. Honestly, at this point. This but yeah, so I think it will be released maybe a day sooner than the actual podcast. <laughs> maybe at the same time. I'm excited. At the very least, it's going to be at the same time. Yeah. Um, that's our goal. That's our intention. That's our intention. Um, Don't crucify think, us if it doesn't happen. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Like if we're a day late. Yeah. If we're a day late, sometimes stuff comes up, but that's kind of going to be the thing. So yeah, yeah, go join our Patreon. We got some goals on there. If you want to help support us, like reach these goals. Really, the goals are just 
more content for you guys. Like once we reach X amount, we're going to be releasing more episodes for you. So for our Patreon specific people. Yes. And that I think is our end goal of everything is the only reason we would want more money is so we're free more to release more content. Exactly. It's not like I'm asking for a new car, but if anyone wanted to give me a new car, uh, I really like FRSs. Mm. So that's too much power for you. (laughs) (laughs) You can't handle it. Sad. So thanks for listening. Thanks for contributing to our Patreon. Go check us out on all this stuff. Email us, email whatever. I don't like this look that you do. Ah, it's just, just me and the camera just now, Just end the episode. Hurry. Sad. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Rio, for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thank you, James, for joining us. And uh, now it's time for us to play some Pathfinder, is it not? Yeah. Look yeah. We got four minutes to spare. Exactly. Perfect. We rock. We did it. All right, right. goodbye. See ya. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.